Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing tips to help you create an at-home yoga studio so that you can start to prioritize your physical and mental health using yoga. If you're wanting simple tips to help you get started to practice yoga at home today, then this episode is for you. So today on the podcast, I am talking about how to set up your own at-home yoga studio, and I will be focusing on yin yoga because that's the form of style of yoga that I teach and I really enjoy doing myself. Other styles of exercise such as running, boxing, even the other forms of yoga that aren't yin yoga are actually yang styles of exercise. And we're focusing on yin yoga, which is a yin movement, is focusing on slow movements that also focuses on a spiritual connection with your mind and body. It's a way to find balance and keep you centered. It's using the yin energy rather than the yang energy, which is fast and moving, and whereas our yin is slow. So yin yoga is that slow, soothing, and a meditative style of yoga. It's when our muscles are relaxed, and so we're not actually stretching the muscles. When we're in our yin shapes, we're actually then trying to move the yin tissues. And so the yin tissues are our deeper connective tissues, like our bones, our joints, our fascia, which is like moving through the muscles, and the ligaments in our body. So when we're accessing these deeper tissues, we're strengthening and lengthening those things And these require slow movements and need to be held for longer periods of time. Whereas obviously a fast movement, when we do that, we're using our muscle. And so yin yoga is the perfect form of movement that actually helps us to access those deeper yin tissues. So when we're in the poses, we're holding these for between three and five minutes. And that's when the muscles aren't triggered and it's those deeper tissues that are being worked instead. So when we come into the pose or the shape, you can hear both of those um, words are used interchangeable during a yin class, you will find some resistance and then we allow the body to just sit for, you know, 30 seconds to a minute and use our breath. And then when the tissues start to open up a little bit more, then we might be able to even go a little bit deeper. And then we just remain still. Unless there is a really strong sensation, then we will not go any further. But you may find that your body wants to go a little deeper. And so you really need to be listening to your body the whole time. And this is why it's a great mindfulness practice, because we're switching off all of that thinking and we're concentrating on our body and listening to what our body is telling us it needs or doesn't need any more movement. Now we have the choice of using props when we're in our yin shapes and these just help to support us, which means that we can stay for that longer period of time. In yin yoga, 
when we're in our various movements, we target different parts of our bodies. It might be our hips, it might be our arms, it might be opening up our chest. And these different movements and areas of our body also have meridian lines that run through them. So we up the front of our body, we have our yin meridian lines. Down the back of our body, we have our yang. And each of those meridian lines have a pair. So there's a yin one and a yang pair, and they work in seasons. So at the moment in spring season, for example, we have our gallbladder, which is our yang pair, and our yin partner to that is our liver and they are the ones that we focus on in spring. And the movements that we do and the poses that we do help to release any chi energy that might be stuck in those areas, those meridian lines. They also help to stimulate the acupressure points, which is based around traditional Chinese medicine. So if you went to have acupuncture, they would be doing the same, those same points that yin yoga also focuses on. Benefits of yin yoga. For me, it was my mind. This is the main reason when I'm organizing a lot of the time in my daily life, when I was teaching as well, my mind would be always racing and even with my two children. And so I found the one way to actually stop my mind from racing and slowing down was yin yoga. So I was already doing yoga and then I decided to try yin yoga, even though I was quite resistant to it, and just found it was so beneficial for stopping my overthinking and really connecting back to my body and my mind at the same time instead of always being lost in those thoughts. So those slow movements just really encourage you to sit And also focus on your emotions and be curious about how you're feeling. I would definitely find that I would use my organizational skills to move through emotions that I didn't like to sit with, whereas yin yoga has taught me to sit and then actually look at why I'm feeling that way and recognizing that it's okay to sit with these emotions and they do pass naturally by themselves. Over time, I have definitely found my resilience to things has definitely got stronger and better. And I hear that a lot from other people who come along to the classes is that they find they're able to reflect on things instead of being so reactive to the things in their life. They're able to develop a little bit more awareness around their emotions. So yes, that slow pace can be a real challenge to adjust to. And you may feel a little bit restless, fidgety, and and even just worrying, oh my gosh, maybe she's forgotten that the timer needs to be moved on. It's It must be past five minutes. You may feel bored. I uh, definitely hear people say that they're not going back again because they felt bored and they're more used to sort of the vinyasana style of yoga. You may even find that you're just getting annoyed at yourself and then you're judging yourself the whole way through it. This is so natural because it's maybe uncomfortable and you're not used to it. But as you start to practice more regularly, you see these other benefits from your mind and body and you then start to go, actually, I need this each week in my life. So for your body, it helps to improve your range of motion, improve flexibility to some point, but we only ever have that 
point of range of motion from our bones when our bone meets bone. We can't actually change that. That's just how our hips. So if you're thinking, I'm not very flexible because I can't touch my toes, maybe it's your hip angle is touching bone at that point. And you're never going to be able to increase the flexibility of that area once bone meets bone. But you may not have it in your your hips. It may be your arms instead or your shoulders. So you may find something like melting heart where you may feel the resistance then and it's bone touching bone in your shoulders instead. You can also increase the blood flow to help with healing and scar tissue. So if you have an area where you've had an injury, this is going to help by increasing the blood flow to those deeper tissues such as bones, the ligaments, the joint capsule, the fascia as well. It also helps to improve the lubrication to those tissues, which allows the joints to move, the fascia to slide more easily. And also it increases collagen production in the ligaments. So they become thicker and stronger. And especially if you've got, you've had some injury, this is probably something that you're looking for. It also helps to reduce acute inflammation. So that immediate inflammation you might have as well. And the last thing around our body is it stimulates the growth of cartilage and bone, which helps with the reduction of degeneration of tissues, the energetic benefits of yin yoga. And I did touch on it before about the movement of chi energy. So chi energy is flowing all throughout our body and it supports our organs. And this is from our Chinese medicine philosophy and it helps to digest food, transform it into our blood and energy. It defends the body from any infections, pathogens, and also helps to maintain your body temperature and circulation, which are really important in Chinese medicine at helping to prevent disease and illness. So when your qi is out of balance, that's when you'll see diseases or illnesses occur according to Chinese medicine. So by doing yin yoga, you're actually helping your body to learn that it's okay to feel a little bit of discomfort and uncomfortable in some poses, but actually by using your breath, that will pass. So the deep breathing actually helps your body to tell it it's safe and the parasympathetic nervous system is then activated. And with our parasympathetic nervous system is activated, we're able to have our blood pressure lowered, our body's able to digest the food, we're able to sleep, our immune system is able to function how it's supposed to, We have reduced inflammation in our body and we're just able to rest. The thing that I love about yin yoga is it doesn't matter what size, shape, fitness level, whether you've had no yoga experience, how your stress levels are, yin yoga is easy, accessible and beneficial for everyone from beginners to advanced and all ages and body types. I'm going to share with you now like four reasons why anybody can try yin yoga. So number one, there's always options with the poses and there's plenty of props that you can use to help you to support yourself or to lengthen your body out during the shapes. Number two, the slow pace of the class allows you more time to listen to your own body, but it also allows the teachers to come around and give you some help with adding some more supports or maybe 
changing the movement for you if you're finding it's difficult or you maybe have had injuries. Number three is that yin yoga is also great for anyone who's dealing with injuries or chronic conditions like arthritis or osteoporosis because you're able to actually give them options and it's a real restorative practice. And number four is yin can be a great starting point for anyone who's looking at doing some meditation. I really loved it because it gives you something internal to focus on. It's that feeling of your body and then you're able to then slow down your mind rather than just trying to slow your mind down with not having something else. But whereas if you're focusing on your body, your mind will then naturally slow down. What you're going to need to create your own at-home yoga studio, number one is you're going to need a relaxing space, something with some dim lights. Candles are great for creating a relaxing space. Now, I know that you're probably saying, oh, yes, this is great, Narelle, but my kids will probably walk in and it will just ruin the experience. Actually, what I found with my own kids and other people that I've worked with is that kids might come in and have a look because they're curious and they like to see what's going on. But it's a great way to role model a form of exercise that maybe they might even be able to try. They'll join in with you, but generally they get bored and they will leave. Sometimes they might stay and do the whole class with you, but what a great experience to be able to give them. It's almost like a gift that you're giving them. If you're doing an online class, then it's a great idea to have an extra device with you. So one to have the class on, the other one to play music, whether it's maybe your phone and you have the Spotify playlist. Most people will share the music when you've purchased it from them and it will be generally a Spotify playlist. If you have both of those, then you can have them going at the same time. I will also share a link to my Spotify playlist that you can try as well. Number three, you're going to need something to practice on. So you can use a mat, but with yin yoga, you could use a towel or a blanket, just something that's going to define your space and also just stop the cold air coming up from the ground. It just needs to be big enough for you to lie down. So generally, you could be next to a bed is enough space for you to be able to practice yin yoga. So number four is that you need some pillows, pillows of various sizes. So maybe a small pillow for under your head at the end when you're doing your shavasana. You'll also need some bigger pillows that can work as bolsters. Another thing that you could use instead of that is some blankets rolled up as well because that works just as well as a bolster. And you'll need some more blankets just to provide extra support. So one of the things I hear all the time is that I'm not flexible enough. And by having all of this extra support, it really helps to be able to stay in the shapes for the longer period of time. I find that you need a blanket under your bottom to help with your hip angle. Rolled up blankets underneath your knees will help support your groin and help if you've got tight hamstrings. And it's great at the end to have a blanket, of, like I said before, to go into Shavasana, a cozy blanket that you love the feel of and your small pillow maybe even having an eye pillow there to place over your eyes. The weight of that is really calming on our body. The same with blankets. Blankets, I find people then relax when I'm 
teaching in wintertime when they're in their shapes, I will come around and lay a blanket across their back, across their water channels, which is our bladder and our kidneys in our wintertime. So you almost see their shoulders just drop down when you place that blanket over their hips. You're probably saying, yeah, sure, this all sounds great, but I have a few obstacles that might get in the way. So let's just go through a couple of those before you go off and set up your own yin yoga studio. So the first thing is scheduling some time that will suit you. Yin yoga can be something that you practice in the morning or evening. I prefer personally to do it in the evening, but I do know people who like to do it in the morning or even later in the morning. They might do all their activities and then at 11 o'clock they might schedule and do yin yoga then. So choose a time that's going to suit you and try to have it that it's going to be a time that's going to suit you every week so that you can start to build a habit, a routine around it. Make a decision as to how often you're going to do it. Is it daily? Is it once a week? Is it twice a week? So deciding which is going to suit you and your time. Accountability. So if you can get someone who's going to sign up to an online class with you who you know is going to do it as well, that really helps to keep you motivated. I know even in my classes, when there's two people who come together, they motivate each other to turn up. Decide where you're going to do it in your home. So whether you're going to do it next to your bed, you might have a spare room in your lounge room, maybe you're even going to put it onto your large TV. Wherever you're going to do it, plan that so that you can then also move into the next bit, which is your equipment. So you're going to find your equipment and you're going to have them around or at least know what you're going to be using. And I suggest you keep it together so it's less time consuming and it's still just another less resistant to do it. So it's not another obstacle that we're adding in by keeping a little box of the equipment that you need all together. If you're going to do it in your bedroom, for example, in the morning, then you could possibly put a little box underneath your bed that has, you know, your mat or your pillow your blanket, maybe you're using a towel instead of a mat and you could have it all together. So it's a lot easier then to get out because you've got it all together. Another way might be behind a tall mirror that you might have or behind your door. But by knowing where you're going to do it, it means that you could have some of those things ready and hidden away, but easy and really accessible because I find that that helps people to stay on track. So I hope that by sharing some of these things to think about by setting up your own studio, but also just sharing some information about yin yoga that you're more likely to go and try it. I'd love for you to share on Instagram or Facebook at Simply Happy Circle where you're going to practice and set up your at-home studio. Remember, if you'd like to trial yin and nidri yoga, I do have on my website an intro and it's five really short lessons that you can do anytime and have immediate access to and you could get started using that today. Thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review. This helps others find it who are also looking for tips and organizational strategies to simplify their life and prioritize their health. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss future episodes. You can also connect with me over at simplyhappy.com.
www.ifm.org.au